A story about a good man from Samaria. A teacher of God's law stood up. He wanted to see how Jesus would answer his question. So he asked, Jesus, Teacher, what must I do so that I can live with God forever? What does God's law say? Jesus asked. What do you understand when you read it? The man replied, It says that we must love the Lord our God completely. We should love him with all our mind, with all that we are, and in all that we think and all that we do. We should also love other people as much as we love ourselves. You have told me the right answer, Jesus said. If you do this, you will have true life with God. But the man wanted to show that he had been right to ask a question. So he asked, Who are the people near to me that I must love? Jesus answered him by telling a story, a man was going down the road from Jerusalem to Jericho town. On the way, some men attacked him. They took away all his clothes and they hit him with sticks. He was almost dead when they left him. But it happened that a priest of God's great house was going down that road. He saw the man, who was lying there. But he walked past him on the other side of the road. A Levite was also going down the road. He came to the place where the man was lying. He saw him. But he also walked past on the other side of the road. But then a man from Samaria, was also traveling along the road. And he came to the place where the man was lying. When he saw him, he felt very sorry for him. He went across to him. He poured oil and wine on the places where he was bleeding. Then he tied those places with clean cloths. After that, he put the man on his own donkey to carry him. They arrived at a small hotel. He took the man in there and he was kind to him. The next day, the man from Samaria took out two silver coins from his purse. He gave the money to the man that was taking care of the hotel. Be kind to this man for me, he said. This money may not be enough. When I return, I will pay you for any more that you have spent on him. Then Jesus asked the teacher of God's law a question. He said, three men saw the man that was lying on the road. Which of them showed love to him, like a real friend? He answered, it was the man who was kind to him. Then Jesus said to him, yes. So, you should go and do the same for other people. Peter says who Jesus is. Jesus went into the part of the country near Caesarea Philippi. While he was there, he asked his disciples, when people talk about the Son of Man, who do they say that he is? They replied, some people say that you are John the Baptist. Other people say that you are Elijah. And some other people say that you are Jeremiah, or another prophet of God. But what do you think, Jesus asked them. Who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered him. You are the Messiah. You are the Son of God, the God who lives forever. Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, God has really helped you. No person on earth taught you that. God, my Father in heaven, has shown you this. I tell you this. You are called Peter, 
which means a rock. And I will build my church on this rock. Not even the power of death will destroy my church. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. You will tell people here on earth what is right for them to do. And you will tell them what is not right for them to do. God in heaven will give you this authority. He will agree with what you say. Then Jesus said strongly to his disciples, Do not tell anyone that I am the Messiah. Jesus tells his disciples how he would die. After this, Jesus began to explain everything to his disciples. He told them, I must go to Jerusalem. There, people will cause me to have great pain. The important Jews, the leaders of the priests, and the teachers of God's law will hurt me. Then people will kill me. But three days later, God will cause me to become alive again. Then Peter took Jesus away from the other disciples. He began to tell Jesus that he must not say things like that. No, Lord. God will never let this happen to you, he said to Jesus. Jesus turned round and said to Peter, Satan, go away from me. I must obey God. But you are trying to stop me. Your thoughts do not come from God. Instead, you are thinking like men think. Then Jesus said to his disciples, A person who wants to come along with me must not think about himself. He must decide that his own life is not important. He must be like someone who carries his own cross to go and die. Then he may come along with me. Whoever wants to keep his life safe will lose it. But whoever gives his life to serve me will have true life. A person could get everything in the whole world for himself. But if he loses his life, this will not be any good for him. There is nothing that a person can give to get back his life. I tell you all this because I, the Son of Man, will come back to this earth with God's angels. When I come, I will have the powerful beauty of my Father. I will see what each person has done on earth. Then I will pay them what is right. Redemption and Resurrection Jesus is the way to the Father. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not be sad or afraid. Believe in God, and also believe in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. I will go now so that I can prepare a place for you there. If it was not true, I would not have told you this. After I have prepared a place for you, I will return. Then I will take you so that you will be with me. You will be where I am. You know the way to the place where I will go. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you will go. So how can we know the way to get there? Jesus answered, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Nobody comes to the Father except by me. If you really know me, you will also know my Father. From now on, you do know him, and you have seen him. Judas agrees to catch Jesus. The Passover festival when the Jews eat flat bread was coming soon. The leaders of the priests and the teachers of God's law wanted to kill Jesus. They were talking together about how they could do this. 
it was difficult because they were afraid of the people. Then Satan began to live inside Judas Iscariot. Judas was one of Jesus' twelve apostles. He went to the leaders of the priests and he talked with them. The police that worked at God's great house were also there. Judas told them how he could give Jesus to them secretly. They were very happy, and they promised to give him money for this. So Judas said that he would do it. Then he waited for the right moment to help them to take hold of Jesus. He wanted to do it when the crowd was not there with Jesus. Judas leads the men who will take Jesus away. Jesus was still speaking when Judas arrived. He was one of Jesus' twelve disciples. A crowd came with him. They were carrying long sharp knives and heavy sticks. The leaders of the priests, the teachers of God's law and the important Jews had sent these men. Before this, Judas had told these men, I will kiss one of the men. You must take hold of that man. Lead him away, and do not let him go. When they arrived, Judas went immediately to Jesus. Teacher, he said to Jesus. Then he kissed Jesus in a friendly way. So the men took hold of Jesus to lead him away. But a certain man who was standing there took hold of his sword. He hit the servant of the leader of the priests with it and he cut off the servant's ear. Then Jesus spoke to the crowd. He said, You have come out here with long sharp knives and heavy sticks to take hold of me. Do you really think that I am leading people to fight against our country's rulers? No. I was with you every day when I was teaching people in the yard of God's great house. You did not try to take hold of me then. But this must happen in the way that the Bible says it would happen. Then all Jesus' disciples left him and they ran away. Pilate asks Jesus questions. The Jewish leaders took Jesus from Caiaphas's house to the Roman ruler's big house. It was early in the morning. The Jewish leaders wanted to follow the Jewish rules, so that they could eat the Passover meal. They did not go into the ruler's house, because it would have made them dirty. So Pilate, the Roman ruler, went outside to meet them. He asked them, What wrong thing do you say that this man has done? They replied, We would not have brought him to you if he had done nothing wrong. Pilate said to them, You yourselves take him away. You should judge him by your own laws. The Jewish leaders replied, We do not have authority to kill anyone when they have done something bad. Jesus had already told people how he was going to die. These things happened so that he would die in that way. Pilate went back inside his big house. He told Jesus to come and stand in front of him. He asked, Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said, Is that your own idea? or have other people spoken to you about me? Pilate replied, I am not a Jew, am I? It was your own people and the leaders of your priests who brought you to me. What have you done? Jesus said, My kingdom does not belong to this world. If it did, my disciples would have fought for me. They would have fought so that the Jewish leaders could not take hold of me. No, my kingdom belongs to another place. Pilate said to him, So, that means you really are a king. 
Jesus answered, You have said that I am a king. I was born for this reason, I came into the world to tell people the truth about God. Everyone who believes the truth listens to my message. Pilate said, I do not know what truth is. When Pilate had said that, he went outside again to the Jewish people there. He said to them, I do not see that this man has done anything wrong. I have no reason to punish him. But every year we do something for you Jews. We let one man go free from the prison at the time of your Passover festival. Do you want me to let the king of the Jews go free? They shouted their answer, No, we do not want him. Let Barabbas go free. Barabbas was a bad man who had attacked people and robbed them. The soldiers also took two other men out of the prison. These men had done bad things. The soldiers were going to kill them and Jesus together. They took them to the place that is called the skull. There they fixed Jesus to a cross to die. They also fixed the two bad men to crosses. One of these men was on the right side of Jesus. The other was on his left side. Jesus said, Father, these people do not know what they are doing. So please forgive them. The soldiers then picked up Jesus' clothes for themselves. They played a game to decide who would receive each piece of his clothes. The people stood there and they were watching. The Jewish leaders were laughing at Jesus. They said, he saved other people, did he? Then he should save his own life. Then we will know that he is really the Messiah, the man that God has chosen. The soldiers also laughed at him. They came up to him and they offered him cheap wine to drink. They said, if you are really the king of the Jews, save your own life. There was also a notice fixed at the top of the cross. It said, this is the king of the Jews. One of the bad men on a cross at the side of Jesus started to say bad things against him. He shouted, you say that you are the Messiah, don't you? Then save your own life and save our lives too. But the bad man on the other cross told him that he should be quiet. He said, you should be more afraid of God. We will die here, as well as him. We two men have done very bad things. So, it is right that we should die. But this man has not done anything wrong. Then the man said to Jesus, Remember me, Jesus, when you start to rule in your kingdom. Jesus replied, I promise you, today you will be with me in paradise. Jesus dies. It was now about midday. The whole country became dark for three hours. The sun did not give any light. Then the curtain inside God's great house tore into two parts. Then Jesus shouted loudly, Father, I give my spirit to you. After he shouted this, he died. There was a captain of the soldiers there. When he saw what had happened, he praised God. He said, I am sure that this man had not done anything wrong. A very big crowd had come together to watch the men die. They saw what had happened. Then they began to go home. They were very sad, and they were hitting their own bodies with their hands. The friends of Jesus were there. 
The women that had come with him from Galilee were also there. They were all standing a long way away. They also saw what happened to him. Joseph from Arimathea buries Jesus' body. That evening a rich man who came from a town called Arimathea went to Pilate. The man's name was Joseph, and he had become a disciple of Jesus. Joseph said to Pilate, I would like to take the dead body of Jesus and bury it. Pilate said to his soldiers, Give Jesus' dead body to Joseph. So Joseph took Jesus' body. He put a clean piece of soft white cloth round it. Then he put the body in a large hole in a rock. He had made the hole to bury his own body when he died. After he put Jesus' body there, he rolled a very big stone across the front of the hole to shut it. Then he went away. Mary from Magdala, and Mary the mother of James were there. They were sitting near the hole in the rock where Joseph put Jesus' body. The next day was the Jewish rest day. The leaders of the priests and the Pharisees met together with Pilate. They said to him, Sir, that man told lies. When he was still living, he said, Three days after I die, I will become alive again. We know that is what he said. So you should put soldiers to watch the place where Joseph buried him. They should watch there for the next three days. Then his disciples cannot come to take his body away. If they did that, then they could say to the people, God has caused Jesus to become alive again. This will be worse than the lies that Jesus told when he was alive. Pilate said to them, Okay. You may take a group of soldiers to watch the place. Let them fix the rock well, so that nobody can open it. So the Jewish leaders, and the soldiers went to the rock where Joseph had buried Jesus. They fixed the big stone that closed the front of the hole with a seal. Then they would know if someone had moved it. The soldiers stayed there to watch the place very carefully. Jesus becomes alive again. After the day of rest had finished, on the first day of the week, Mary from Magdala, and Mary the mother of James got up early. They went to the hole in the rock where Joseph had put the dead body of Jesus. At that moment, the ground moved about very strongly. One of the Lord God's angels came from heaven. He went to the rock. He rolled the big stone away from the hole and then he sat on top of it. He shone brightly like lightning. His clothes were very white like snow. The soldiers who were carefully watching that place were very frightened. They suddenly fell down on the ground. Like dead men, they could not move. Then the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus. The soldiers killed him on a cross. But he is not here. He has become alive again. That is what he said would happen. Come here. You can see the place where he was lying. Then you must go quickly to his disciples. Tell them, Jesus is alive again, and he is going to Galilee. You must also go there and you will see him. That is the message that I have brought for you. So the women went away quickly from the hole in the rock. They were very frightened, but they were also very happy. 
they ran to tell the disciples the angel's message. At that moment, Jesus met the two women and he said, Hello. They went close to him. They held on to his feet, and they worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my disciples to go to Galilee. They will see me there. Jesus speaks to his apostles and he goes up to heaven. Jesus died and then he became alive again. During the forty days after that, he showed himself many times to his apostles. He showed himself in different ways. Then they could be sure that he was really alive again. During this time Jesus spoke to his apostles about the kingdom of God. One time when Jesus and his apostles were together, he said to them, Do not leave Jerusalem yet. You must wait there to receive my Father's gift. My Father promised to give it to you. I have already told you about it. John baptized people with water, but after a few days God will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. While Jesus' apostles were together with him, they asked him, Lord, at this time will you now give the kingdom back to us, the people of Israel? Jesus replied, My father decides when things will happen in the world. You do not need to know what day or time that this will happen. But the Holy Spirit will come to you, and he will give you power. The Holy Spirit will make your spirit strong. Then you will tell other people everywhere in the world about me. You will do that in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and in places far away. When Jesus had finished speaking to his apostles, God took him up to heaven. The apostles watched Jesus while he went up. Then a cloud hit him, and they could not see him anymore. The apostles were still looking carefully up into the sky when suddenly two men appeared. They were wearing white clothes and they stood near the apostles. The men said to the apostles, You men from Galilee, you should not still be standing here and looking up into the sky. God has taken Jesus into heaven. You saw the way that Jesus went up to heaven. One day, he himself will return in the same way. Growth and Recovery The Holy Spirit comes. Then the day of the Pentecost festival arrived. All the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly, as they were sitting together, they heard a noise. The noise came from the sky, and it filled the whole house. It was like the sound of a strong wind. Then they saw something that looked like many small fires. The separate fires moved and went to sit on each person there. All the believers became full with the Holy Spirit. They began to speak in languages that they had not learned. They spoke whatever language the Holy Spirit helped them to speak. At that time, Jews who came from many different countries in the world were staying in Jerusalem. They were Jews who carefully obeyed God's law. When these Jews heard the noise, a large crowd of them came together in that place. As the believers spoke, each person in the crowd could hear the message in their own language. This confused them. They were very surprised and they said to each other, These men who are speaking our languages are all from Galilee. But each of us can hear them speak in the language of our own home country. 
How can this happen? Some of us are from Parthia, Media, and Elam. Some of us live in Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia. Some of us are from Pontus and Asia. Some of us are from Phrygia and Pamphylia. Some of us are from Egypt. Some of us are from near the town called Cyrene in the country of Libya. Some of us have come from Rome to visit Jerusalem. Some of us have been Jews since we were born. Others of us do not have Jewish parents, but now we obey God like the Jews do. Some of us are from Crete and some of us are from Arabia. But we all hear these people speaking in our own languages. They are speaking about all the great things that God has done. All the people were very surprised. They did not understand what was happening. What does all this mean? they asked each other. But some other people laughed at the disciples. They said, these people have drunk too much wine. Peter speaks to the crowd. Peter was there with the other eleven apostles and he stood up with them. He began to speak to the crowd with a loud voice. He said, you people who are Jews like us, listen carefully to me. All you other people who live here in Jerusalem, you also listen to me. I will explain to you everything that is happening. Some of you think that my friends here are drunk. But they are not drunk, because it is only nine o'clock in the morning. No, something different is happening here. Long ago, the prophet Joel spoke God's message about all this. This is what he said. God says this is what I will do in the last days. I will give my spirit to all people. Your sons and daughters will speak my message to people. Your young men will see pictures from me in their minds. And your old men will see things in their dreams. At that time, I will give my spirit to all my servants, both men and women. Then they will speak my message to people. I will cause special things to appear in the sky. I will cause special things to appear on the earth too. Those things will show how great I am. There will be blood, fire and thick dark smoke. The sun will become dark to people. The moon will become dark red like the color of blood. These things will happen before the great day of the Lord God arrives. On that day, he will come with power and authority. The Lord will save everyone who asks him to help them. Peter went on to say, People of Israel, listen to what I am saying. Jesus, the man from Nazareth, came with God's authority to do his work. God did many powerful and special things through him. These miracles showed you clearly that God had sent him. You know about all this. These things happened here, and you saw them. God knew that Jesus' enemies would give him to you. God had decided that this should happen. You let people who do not obey God's law fix him to the cross. In that way you killed him. But after his death, God caused him to become alive again. God saved Jesus from the power of death. It was impossible for death to keep hold of him.